are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Happy Monday, everyone. Thanks for listening to Locked On Wildcats, brought to you by Bet Online. All right, Arizona falls to Colorado on Monday or on Saturday. Arizona on bloodshed Saturday. Bloodshed Saturday. Now, John Schuster was not available for a post game on mm-hmm. another platform. That's right. Could we made this was the first one John Schuster was not available for. Could we maybe? Mm-hmm. maybe extrapolate out and say that John Schuster's absence was the Ooh. reason for this oh, absence boy. of victory. I hadn't uh, even uh, contemplated that because... You hadn't, uh, had you? I hadn't, no, uh, uh, because I think I saw them, I watched them lose to UC- at UCLA. Mm-hmm. So, so but, but uh, I don't, uh, the Tennessee game was so long ago, I barely remember it. So it's right. possible that uh, it was a late February swoon and I was to blame for Arizona's poor performance. They just weren't motivated by my uh, okay. by my viewing. All right, but here's So you what, can tell me what happened. It sounds like I didn't happened. miss a whole heck of a I lot. Tell you what Colorado happened. was inspired and blah 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 well, blah. Well, here, here's the thing that I think Arizona has fallen into the trap to a few times this season is that Arizona's very very good. They're one of the best teams in the country, no duh. But <laughs> there are times when Arizona is sloppy and incredibly sloppy with the ball. That's what you saw against Colorado. You saw a team that um, had 19 turnovers, and I want to say 15 of them were probably unforced. Uh, Tommy Lloyd was going crazy. By the way, I like watching Mad Tommy Lloyd. Mm. Because Mad Tommy Lloyd— Man, I might have to go back and watch that. It's actually fun. Mad Tommy Lloyd, the reason I like Mad Tommy Lloyd is Mad Tommy Lloyd serves a purpose. Mad Tommy Lloyd doesn't want to be mad just to, you know, like a schnauzer who just got his nuts cut off or something. I mean, Mad Tommy Lloyd is out there with a reason, and he was lighting into these guys. Um— I like watching that, um, but I also like watching people that don't get excited by being mad or mm-hmm. aren't happy being mad. So be that, take that as you will. But uh, he he lit he lit into those guys, and I think Arizona, if you wanted to nitpick throughout the season, granted they're twenty five and three, being careless with the ball is probably one of those things. Mm-hmm. And uh, beyond that, it's it's one of those things that if we're doing a show at the end of the year where Arizona didn't win the national championship. There's a possibility that that's going to be one of the reasons mm, why. Right. And if you had to put odds on, uh, you know, how you thought, if you wanted to use the bet online sports book mm-hmm. and try to, uh, you know, find a prop bet that involved what 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 would be the cost for Arizona getting bounced, um, <clears throat> it might not be that the team across from them was better, but it might be that Arizona didn't take care of the ball, especially on the perimeter. Mm-hmm. And uh, that you know, hopefully that's not something that is an issue. You'd rather a team play as well as it could and lose to a better, you mm-hmm. know, opponent. Uh, unforced errors become problematic, but hopefully this is something that uh, can get resolved. I mean, across the landscape of college basketball on Saturday, and this is the thing that I think is relatively interesting here. I think everybody the, lost. Everybody lost. Right. So you can have the, you know, Gonzaga can have the same conversation about going to St. Mary's and scoring in the 50s right, right. or whatever it is, which is unheard of right. for a good offense. Uh, Kansas can have its conversation. Kentucky can have its conversation. Auburn can have its conversation up and down the line. This is, this. it's not unusual to suffer losses uh, in in the span of a lengthy season. It was very interesting to see it all happen on the same day. And, you know, sometimes that happens. One of the things, and I haven't seen uh, any of the mock brackets either, 
did this help Colorado at all, or is Colorado even being vaguely discussed as being a tournament? They don't look like they are uh, going to be in the tournament right now. It's certainly, but they certainly have some upward mobility right now. You run off a couple things. In. <laughs> Colorado doesn't suck. No, they don't. Um, and I think Tad Boyle. Tad Boyle to me is a little bit like. He's a little bit like a poor man's Dick Tomey. And mm-hmm. then yeah. Colorado's never really going to suck under him. It's not a program that probably should be very good. But you know what? They're probably going to make the tournament every other year. Every now and then they might have a team that can make into the Sweet 16. But they're always solid. You never come away from Colorado saying, man, what a terribly coached team yeah, they are. right. Or something like that. So, I mean, you know, uh, Arizona, and, it, and, it's, and it's a good home court advantage. I don't think there's any doubt about that. By the way, Colorado, have you been on their campus? Yes, it's been 30 years. Colorado <laughs> has easily one of the uh, easily one of the best home court advantages that I've ever I mean not home court advantages, one of the nicest campuses I've ever seen. It's probably like it I recall lo- it being really pretty. It looks like three times the size of Arizona's. It's huge. Um be that as it may, Arizona I wonder why it's so I wonder why it's so difficult to recruit there. I don't. I don't know. Um, I don't know what because Boyle. I think most people think overachieves in basketball, mm-hmm. and and there's a there's been a template wise, in the, but there's been there, a template in the football there, Colorado there, football for a ten year period though from about eighty five to ninety five. But that's twenty five years ago. I, I get it, <laughs> but, but yeah. still, I mean, mm-hmm. but still, Colorado hasn't changed. Right. It's not. Actually, it has. See, Denver's gotten bigger. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But it's There not, should be more to there recruit there. There should be there. more to recruit from, not <clears throat> right. less. I right. Don't, I don't exactly know what the deal is. One thing that I do know about, though, is if I wanted to bet on Colorado being mediocre, I'd go to the bet online, uh, bet online <laughs> sportsbook. You know, that's where they got all the lines. If there was a line that said, Colorado football, will it be mediocre or not <laughs> next year? If there was one place it would have a minus 110 and a plus 110, it would be the bet online, or excuse me, two minus 110s. It would be the, or the... Somebody's got to have their own vig. It would be the bet online sports book. So go, uh, 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 yes. Yeah, that's right. Check it out. Sorry, I've got so many different reads going. <laughs> Check it out. We'll be right back with you. Welcome back to Locked on Wildcats. Also, Arizona fans, stop worrying. You're 25 and 3. The new rankings came out. You're ranked second in the nation still. So nothing changed. Nothing changed. Was Gonzaga still number one? Yes. So nothing changed. It doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> and so like, I, I was getting people left and right that are asking me, are like saying, are we still a one? Yes, you're still a one seed. And if you're not a one seed, then there's a something very bad happening. By the way, we did a post-game show on another platform with our good pal Brad Alice, who mm-hmm. predicted-ish. Mm-hmm. He kind of hedged a little bit here, covering his uh, Brad, minus uh, one ten bet. Brad also has a Brad also has a reputation and a brand. Per, uh, William Brand Alice. <laughs> yes. Gets, but go ahead. Sorry. Uh, was the one who who said he wouldn't be surprised if Arizona lost a game at you know like at Colorado. Mm-hmm. So Brad deserves some uh, credit uh, in a season where Arizona has not lost a game that it shouldn't have. Correct. Uh, you know, this was the first stumbling block where that came into play. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, down here, Arizona was dominant in that matchup, even though they didn't play particularly well, and Colorado was pesky. But up there, uh, you know, the Buffs did a very nice job in a difficult environment to get the W, and Brad saw that ahead of the curve. So well done, Brad. You know what? Good job, William. We're going to give you a, a pat on the back here. Tomorrow, we're actually going to talk a little bit about Coach K. And by tomorrow, I mean you'll be listening to this probably in about five, min- or five minutes after this one, if you're smart. But um, Arizona... You got USC coming up tomorrow. 
what are this is to me i think will really be a case of where and i gotta let bruno outside in just a second but this is also going to be a case too how does this team respond to lloyd I think they're going to be respond incredibly well to Tommy Lloyd. That's a real. This is. It is an interesting. Uh, <clears throat> it is an interesting spot in the schedule, though, because this is. Um, you, you know, co- co- coming off Colorado, I think most of us believe that the most difficult game remaining in the regular season on Arizona's schedule is obviously USC. Uh, another undervalued team in Pac-12 conference play that gave Arizona, and it's given pretty much everybody it's played all kinds of fits, uh, but, but but was leading Arizona in the final four minutes here. Uh, so, Speaking of teams that were leading Arizona in the final four minutes here, did you watch those dummies up in Oregon, how they lost the USC game? Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. I was, uh, to give you an idea of how out of touch I was this uh-huh. weekend, I was unaware of that, but not surprised. How did they lose to USC this weekend? All right, so they're winning the whole second half. You know. <laughs> right. And this is coming off beating UCLA mm-hmm. fairly handily. So you're like, ah, maybe they're turning the corner right here. Nope. So uh, USC has had the Pac-12, or uh, two, two weeks ago, I think, the Pac-12 player of the week, a guy named Drew Peterson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big white kid, good, right. good, sh- very good shooter, smooth, good player. Um, I think he was, I think there was also a cop, or a cop that killed his wife named Drew Peterson. Yeah, that's correct. Yes, okay. Um, yeah, I think that's right. And then there was a Scott Peterson. That's right. Scott These guys are all else. over the way. If you Man. know a Peterson, be careful. <laughs> Unfortunately, I yes. do. Um, do you know? Yes. Oh, I know okay. a Peterson as well. Oh, good. That'll be an exciting conversation, yeah. not for this podcast. For sure. But uh, so here's what Oregon decides. Oregon's up two with uh, 16 seconds 16 left. 16 seconds left. This sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So USC gives the ball to their best player. Or no, not their best player, but their best shooter. Drew Peterson brings the ball right up the court. They decide to go with this play called a pick and roll. Oh, oh boy. Oregon. Never heard of it. This sounds like advanced metrics. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is. Oregon decides, you know what we're going to do? We're up two. We're going to go off course here. We're going to go under the screen and leave a 45% three-point shooter wide open for an uncontested basket. It's an interesting strategy. Now, to nobody's surprise, <laughs> it was a swoosh. <laughs> a swoosh? Yes. But it was a swoosh. Wow. Hard to believe. Did Oregon get swooshed? Yeah, they got swooshed. Oh, man. So then... Doesn't Oregon... So, isn't Oregon sponsored by somebody who's known for the swoosh? They are. Yeah, uh, so, so they got So they got swooshed right. on, their, yeah, on, they got swooshed. on a court that was built by a swoosh? Yes. So... Oh, Oregon. So going down... So then... They decide, like I said, um, to, you know, I guess here's what we're going to do. We will not only make up for that by losing the game. We have four and a half seconds left. Watch this. So they promptly turn the ball over and kick it out of bounds. (laughs) I'm at the point with these people where I agree with you. They should be in the tournament, but if they're not in the tournament, they have nobody to blame but themselves. Every single game is something stupid. the, the, The weird problem is for, for, for them, especially late in games, they're terrible late in games. They're, they can't even get the ball in. Yeah, yeah. And that's and <laughs> and, and that is an an, an issue that's a problem. that Yeah, at this stage, you don't know if that's something that's correctable. I don't you think know, I, there, there, there's a lot of things that the wizard in Dana Altman has been able to do. Right. And his ability to take clay and mold it into something that's right. a really impressive sculpture by about Late January right. has been a remarkable accomplishment uh, in the scope of that Oregon program. And even this year, they're significantly improved mm-hmm. from what they were, you know, mm-hmm. in, in month one. But they haven't been able to solve 
what it is they need to do late in games. Mm -hmm. And and their backcourt play has consistently let them down. You were talking about how they beat UCLA relatively easily. No, they didn't. That was a game, again, where well, UCLA— Well, they were up 10 with three minutes left, and, guess and what? they won by three. Or exactly, yes. which, yeah. is, which, is, which is the point. That's right. vintage Oregon. Right. Well, right now, that is vintage Oregon. For sure. There, there, there isn't an example out there. Hell, the Arizona game. Mm-hmm. They, made, they made mistakes you late. Mean, like going the, for a two when you're down three. three. You know, yeah, there is. It's a, one of the more. It's one of the more baffling they, teams I've they, ever seen. They, they really are, and and you know, it's got to be drawn because Altman is a guy who, at this stage, he knows how to simplify to get to a point where you have players doing what they're supposed to be able to do. Mm-hmm. He's a great coach. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone's going to argue that. And this year just has to be driving him absolutely bonkers because his team doesn't play great, and and in fact plays poorly at the wrong times. All right, let's take a quick break. Um, before we do that, though, Built Bar. Built Bar is something that I think a lot of people talk about, and they think, I get that for physical gains. You can get it for mental gains as well. Because the stronger you are physically, the stronger you are mentally. I watch Oregon, and I think to myself, those are guys that are spending a lot of time in the weight room. I don't know how much Built Bar they're consuming. Because it certainly doesn't look like it in the end of games when other teams' Built Bar is rising to the level that they don't have. Do you see anything? Oh, like? from 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 the neck. Uh, Oregon is a neck down built bar team. Yes, you know a lot of other, the other teams. Yeah, the other teams, the, the great ones are uh-huh. the teams that have the entire built bar. That's right. In them. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. Thanks for listening to Locked On Wildcats. All right, real quick. Arizona lost to Colorado. No biggie. Uh, we'll let you know though how the game goes tomorrow against USC. For John Schuster, I'm Mike Luke. You've been listening to Locked On Wildcats.